Sunday morning, you're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. say God bless America and I think it's a good thing to say the president says it everybody says it God bless America we've written songs about it we sing them we love them God bless America but what I want to talk about today I want to flip the script I want to talk about America Bless God. God. You know, I am excited about that, too, because you know what? We always say God bless America. like to say no matter what I do, God, you bless us. Even though we don't adhere to your word, you bless us. Whatever we do, I want you to bless us. But there come a time when we have to say America bless God. And that means that we should acknowledge the God of this nation, the one that has kept us, the one has, that have been fighting for us and the one who have had mercy upon us. And Amen. I know that might be hard for some people because they may not see the reason for doing that, but it is God who, who have kept us. Amen. Because you know, Psalms 33, it says it very directly in verse number 12. It says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. You can say what you want to about all of this. You know, you serve whatever whatever God you want, or I serve whatever God we want. But the nation that will be blessed is the one who has made God. God. That's absolutely who has made God their Lord and who will honor him. And that's why America, without a doubt in my heart, I know that's why America has been blessed up to this point because we have honored God on our currency. We have honored God in our God schools. We, trust. we have right. honored God in our nation. We have honored God in our courts. And now in maybe the last 25 years or so now we want to kick God out we have become a great nation and we have become crazy to think that we have made ourselves great in and of ourselves But that's the point don't you think it is because now man feels that the intellect has made America great my money has made America great don't you think that that's the reason why they're now but that's the whole issue but that's what Paul says uh, in even in the scripture he said that you started out in the spirit and now think who bewitched you yeah who bewitched you where do you get this mindset from to think that you can start out by being blessed by God and 
then you can run the finish this you race on your own. That's right. Because if you started out, whatever it took to start, it's going to take that plus some more to get you over the finish line. So we have started out reverencing, acknowledging, and blessing God. And now we want to go back and think that, hey, we don't need God. We don't need prayer. We don't need Bibles. We don't need faith. We don't need to acknowledge him. And then we wonder, how did we get in the mess we're in? Because blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. If that is true, then the flip of it is true also. Well, listen, he said, I sent forth my word. He said, and it's going to be established in the very place where I sent it. He said that his, his word is eternal and it never fails. So if he says blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance, that's exactly what he means. He's saying, listen, if you do what I tell you to do, if you hearken unto my voice, if you uh, follow my commandments, he said, this is what I'm going to do for you. This is well, what I'm going to do. And isn't that how it happened in, in Israel? He told them that. He says, if you follow me, you follow my commandments, I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to be with you. But then it came a time when Israel thought, because of the other little gods around there, that they can go and associate themselves or intermingle with the other gods and still be blessed. So when they would go off to war, I mean, they would end up losing the battle because they forgot about who God was. As a matter of fact, I remember well, they began to think that their their victory was in their weaponry. They forget they God. Put, yeah, they began to put their trust in their weaponry and put their trust in the arm of flesh and put their trust in the strength of horses. And then they found out it didn't matter if you had five million horses, if God is not fighting for you. You remember what he said? He said, if you are watching over this city and God is not the one that you have put your trust in, you are wasting your time. You have got to put your trust and your hope in God. And this is the thing about it. When you put your trust and faith and hope in God, he will take and look at Israel for the example. He will take the smallest nation, the weakest nation, the one that people would laugh at and think, how could you think that you could fight against me? And he will give you victory over those who are stronger and greater in number. And when you think about it, that's exactly what's happening now is that we have really, as it said in one part of the Bible, it says they took the word of God and tossed it behind their back. And basically what they're saying is that the people forgot about God. They no longer honored him. They, they, they discounted his word. They felt that the word wasn't useful anymore. And as a result, there was a lot of things beginning to, that, that began to happen. And so we're seeing that even today, that's what God is talking about. And his word is true. I mean, when you think about it, uh, that's what happened in, in the time in Abraham when uh, it was Sodom and Gomorrah, when they forgot God, basically. Mm. And they decided to do what what they want to do and as a result judgment rained down upon that nation it takes the people of God to begin to start praying and doing the things that God has called us to do because really to tell you the truth we have really assimilated into the world. We have really have forgotten what God has called us to the do. The same error that Israel did. That's the same because error. Because it really wasn't that Israel went 
necessarily chasing after the idol gods. What they did was they began to take them, take unto them wives and, and, and they began to intermingle with the people who were, who served these idol gods. gods and now. then they took the gods of the people that they be. And that's what it is, is you begin, when you start hanging around a pe- group of people, then you start taking on the characteristics of that people and they begin to influence your way of life. That's why when people come into the nation, it is okay to be a nation of immigrants. I am happy that we are a nation of immigrants. When they come in, though, they need to assimilate to the nation. But in America, we have become so progressive that instead of us and so liberal that instead of us holding dear the sacraments of our faith we say oh well if you don't like this then we won't do it if this offends you then we won't do it no you've got to have some principles upon which you are willing to stand but you don't change them and throw them out because someone doesn't like them this is the foundation upon which our faith is based and we've got to hold fast to it that's why we got to get back to America blessing God and so right now what we what we really need to do is pay a attention to the word of God and what he says and and adhere to the word of God so that this nation will be blessed and that the judgment of God will pass over but it's going to take us standing and believing in God honoring God that he would favor us I'm, I'm so glad that even you know the Lord spoke to me not too long ago and he said praise me for the outpouring of my spirit and so evidently God is is going to really release the um, the blessings of the Lord upon this nation. He's going to pour out his spirit upon the people that people's hearts are going to begin to turn toward him. And he said, it's not by power nor by might, but it's by my spirit Amen. that God is going to do this thing. And, you know, I don't know how he's going to do it, but when he said, praise me for the outpouring of my spirit, I know he's going to do it. And, and it's going to be a great rejoicing, a great healing. A revival. Uh, uh, it's going to be a revival, not that revival you go to on uh, every day of the week, and you come out unchanged, but it's not, going to be not, a not revival. Like a, not a service where someone preaches, but a transformation, a transformation of the heart. Of the you know, heart. you remember even in the Bible when it would go through the, if you go back and read through the Old Testament and, and it would talk about the fact that there arose a generation uh, that knew not the Lord. And oh. it seemed like Israel would go through this cycle. If you read in the book of Judges, they would go through these cycles over and over when, you know, there was a righteous king, the people did right before the Lord and they served him. Mm -hmm. And then when that King died, they reverted back to their old ways and they forsook God. And it would say, and they they would do this for years and years. And the Bible would say there arose a generation that knew not the Lord. It feels like we are amongst a generation that does not know God, that does not want to know God, that does not reverence the name of God. And we have got to get back to where we are unashamedly and unapologetically blessing the Lord. That's what I love about the psalmist in the Psalms when David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I command my soul to bless the Lord. I command my heart to bless the Lord. We as believers who know the Lord, who know the truth, who know the power of the redemptive story, we have to unashamedly bless the name of God. People will unashamedly uh, cheer for their sports figures and cheer for their favorite teams. And they will unashamedly curse in front of you and speak all kinds of profanity in front of you. You should not be ashamed to bless the name of God.
You know, it reminds me of the scripture in Joel 2 and 12, and it talks about, you know, return when the Lord declares, return to me with all your heart. And, and I just can hear this for America. You know, I do understand that everybody is not going to accept the Lord. But I'm telling you, when people of God begin to pray and begin to honor him, that I'm telling you, it will overflood the rest of the nation, that they'll begin to see the manifestation of who God is. I mean, really, we really need to see the manifestation of who God is in our land. And it's like we have turned away from God. But he's saying, he's saying, return to me. He said, with all your heart. heart. And like I said, it doesn't take the whole world because we know everybody is not going to accept it. But if the remnant of God begins to start praying and believing God and, and, and being obedient unto his word, then he will begin to even move even greater. He's told me, he said, praise me for the outpouring of my spirit. And I believe that's what God is going to do. Even in America as a nation, we have become biblically illiterate, even within the body of Christ. You have those who are biblically illiterate of the things of God. And you know the reason why? is because there's the foundational truths Doctors, we have forsaken, we have forsaken those things and we are we're running after other things and when we return you know like even in the book of Jer- uh, in Nehemiah when they were rebuilding that wall there was in chapter 3 when they were beginning to build the sheep gate and the different gates but there was one gate that it was called the old gate and it was taught it it talked about restoring the foundational principles mm. and everybody got together and began to build on that wall and it's the same significance is that we got to begin both men and women begin to start building up those those broken down walls i mean begin to teach those foundational principles that god has given unto us and when we start doing that and i believe that's what i'm not saying all of us not doing it but I'm telling you, there will be a great move of God because there's people that are sitting, as you saying, are in the in the church and they're not knowing what the word of God is. Sometimes when you begin to teach and you refer back to the Old Testament, you can tell the blanks on yeah, their the face blank, yeah, the blank because book. they really don't know. But, or, or they can't find the scripture because they, yeah, they're not yeah. familiar and we're with not the condemning, Bible. But we're saying that these are evidence of things that when you're not reading the word or when the word is not being taught. And so that's where we really need to be is restoring the the old gate, restoring the foundational principles or doctrine. Well, the Bible clearly says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Absolutely. I mean, you you really do have to get back to the foundational truths of the scripture and people need to, uh, you, you know, either you, you are thirsty for God or you're not. Either you want him or you don't. But it is true. We used to sing a song and it said 99 and a half won't do. He wants your whole heart. He wants all of you. He wants everything about you. He doesn't want you coming half-heartedly to him. You can't just come to God any old kind of way and think he's going to receive any old sacrifice that you bring to him. You have got to bring him your whole heart. When you said return to God, he wants you to, as a matter of fact, you said return to God with your whole heart. Mm-hmm. That is the way you the come to God. It. The Bible says return to him with your whole heart. He requires you to come. He requires 
all of you. You want to keep back that portion or keep back that part. You want to have one foot in and one foot out. It doesn't work like that. We as a nation need to bless God, but we as a people need to bless That's God. That's exactly how it starts is that we, the people begin to bless God and it spreads forth. Yeah. When we the, set the nation on fire, we should say, first of all, we pr- our prayer. God set me on fire for you that we might set the nation on fire for you. But that is how it starts. If we want to see the revival in America, if we want to see America blessing God, then we want to, then we need to take introspection at the body of Christ and say, where are the people of God that need to bless God? And the God? people of God need to take their place. And what I'm specifically talking about, there are giftings that God has placed in us. We can be a senator or we can be uh, someone that sits uh, in, in those places where policies are being made and, and being determined and our voices can be heard. But as long what we have done, we have withdrawn from the marketplace. And what we need to do is get back in there in the business, in, in the communication, the media, in, in the education, in the business, all those sectors of society, we need to be a part of. At one time, I mean, the biggest and best hospitals were the, were the ones that the Christian people had been. Built. I mean, colleges, even Harvard University, they were once, you know, established hmm. as a Christian organization, a Christian school, but now it has been turned around or perverted. But what he's saying, listen, get back in the marketplace and begin to step into those roles that will cause policies to change. That's another thing. We can't continue to pray and sit down, but we can pray and do. That's how we can, we can bless God and return this nation unto God. And know that every praise is due our God. Every word of worship is due our God. Every praise, every praise is due our God. Every praise is due our God. Every word of worship. With one accord. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship 
on one accord. That's where we need to be on one accord, uh, saying the same thing, you know, believing in God, knowing his word, praising God. I mean, that's what we're called to do is to praise God. And, you know, we get so caught up on, well, well, you know, you say believing the same thing. I'm Episcopalian. I'm Methodist. I'm Baptist. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm apostolic. I'm this and I'm, I'm that. You show me in the Bible where he told you to be this and that and the other. As a matter of fact, when they had all those factions in the scripture, mm-hmm. when one said, I'm a Paul and I'm of Apollos and I'm a Cephas and I'm of Christ, we are all one in the body of Christ. We have got to stop with this division and stop with this strife. Um, who is on the Lord's side? The question that I hear asked in the scripture is who is on the Lord's side? I mean, we need to make a declaration of faith and stand upon that faith because the truth of the matter is when Jesus returns, there's going to be one rapture. He's not going to rapture the Baptists and come back and get the Methodists and then get the Episcopalians. <laughs> there's going to be one rapture. And if you have been born again, you will be caught up together to meet him in the air. And if you can be together with him when he comes, then we should be able to be together on earth even now and lift up a praise to our God. Again, we repeat America, bless God. We sing God bless America, land that I love. And you know what? The thing about it, we have been blessed as a nation. We've been free in this nation. We don't have a dictatorship. We can go to school. We, I mean, we can do just about anything that we really want to do in this nation. And it really is because God has blessed us. When this nation, and I know many people will argue against this, but this is true. This nation was dedicated to the Lord. And as a result, we have been the only nation. We said the free nation. We have been the only nation that have prospered the way that we have. I mean, no other nation has been blessed like uh, America. That's the reason why so many people want to come to this nation is because we have been blessed. And we need to remember that. And we were blessed by God, not by man, not by the intellect, not by money, not by who you associate yourself with. No, but by God. And, you know, the biggest error that we make is in is we can find it reference to it in Deuteronomy eight, because it says when you the warning that God had given to the people of Israel, he says, when you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you he said beware lest you forget God and it seems like we as a nation have eaten and we have become full we have become the wealthiest nation on the face of the earth the strongest nation on the face of the earth the one of we used to be one of the freest nations on the face of the earth and you know liberty and abundance and people wanting to get to our shores because we have become a wonderful wonderfully blessed nation but we have forgotten to turn around and bless God. There were 10 lepers that were healed, but only one of them turned around with a loud voice to bless God. And we've got to be like that one that, because the truth of the matter is all 10 of them received their healing, but only one of them was made whole. Only Mm -hmm. one of them was made whole. And it was the one that turned around to bless God. We have got to make sure that now that we have received such a status as a nation among nations that we do 
do not forget God. The slope that we've been sliding down where we have been moving God out of this and legislating God out of that, we have got to turn back. You know, we, we see all this catastrophe and calamity and all of these wars and all of these terrorists here and destruction there. And, and you know, people are fearful to go out of their house, fearful to go to school, fearful to do this. If you will put your trust and hope in God, the people that do that are not ashamed. And if America as a nation would acknowledge him, if we would repent, as you said, first, repent of our sins and acknowledge him as a nation, we would find that he will restore all of that that we once enjoyed. He would cover us and keep us and he would bless us. But we need to first get back to the point where we as a nation are blessing him. We need to bless God. But said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And that should be something that we are mindful of and the things that we should say unto the Lord. God does notice a lack of gratitude. If there are a people who are thankless, if there are a people who don't glorify his name, he said it is a good thing to give thanks Absolutely. unto God and to sing praises unto his great name. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship is to our God. And we need to be with one accord and bless the name of the Lord. But as for us, we we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forever. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you in the precious name of Jesus Christ for blessing this nation, O oh God. We thank you, Father God, for your mercies that endures forever, God. We thank you, dear Father God, that you have spoken and said that if we lift up a praise unto you, Father, that God, that you will send forth your blessings. Dear Father, you said, blessed is a nation that praise you, Father God. Blessed is a nation that serve you, Father. Blessed is the nation that honor you, O oh Father. As we lift up our voice, dear Father God, to bless you, you, oh God, that you will rain down, dear Father God, your favor and rain down your mercy. Father God, we thank you and we praise you right now in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Look beyond our faults and see our needs, oh Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that this land will be restored, dear Father, unto you. This I pray in Jesus' name. Dear Amen. God, we thank you for this opportunity to bless your great and holy name. We glorify you for this privilege to come into your presence and to to say glory, glory, hallelujah. What a wonderful God you are. What a holy king you are. What an awesome savior you are. From mm. everlasting to everlasting, your mercy endures yes. to all generations. God, we thank you thank that you. you have called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. High and lifted up is our God, worthy of all praise is our God, King of kings and Lord of glories. Great Jehovah God, Father in the name of Jesus, yes. we thank you for this Jesus. opportunity and we don't let it pass mm. without giving your name the praise the glory and the honor for you are worthy to be praised yes, we are. command our hands our feet our souls our mouth to bless the name mm. of our God in the name in of the Jesus you 
are invited to join us for the annual women's conference April 7th through the 9th at the Four Point Sheridan Cincinnati North location in Westchester, Ohio. Psalms 34:19 says, "Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all." The conference theme is Damaged Goods: A Spiritual Detox. There is a but God praise for you. Speakers include Minister Sejuana Springfield, Apostle Regina Martin, Dr. Sanitra Pittman, Evangelist Danielle Williams McCord, and Evangelist Twyla Southall, April 7th through the 9th. For more information and to register, visit www.ssministriesdg.com or call area code 513-264-4610. Again, www.ssministriesdg.com or call area code 513-264-4610. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.